You are now listening to the Dual Position Podcast. The boys are back to talk all things Super Coach all season long. Please welcome your hosts, Whisperer and Brew. Well, uh, a pretty, pretty up and down week, pretty swingy, let's fair to say. Brad Arthur uh, has ruined... Isaiah Papali's super coach stocks ruined Ryan Madison as well, but there was still plenty of positives to talk about. Uh, I am the SC Whisperer, host of the Dual Position Podcast, sitting on a lovely thirteen seventeen, uh, joined by the Brew World Orders head coach Brew, uh, sitting on a twelve seventy four. So a big, big improvement from last week, mate. Massive improvement, uh, saved by Nathan Cleary. Went the antipod move. Uh, I was yes. struggling a little bit to be honest with you to start this round. Uh, checked the captaincy percentages, saw that Hines was at 36% and thought, you know what, Cleary normally spilt, uh, scores pretty good in afternoon games. Let's do it. And it saved me. Yeah, I think uh, I think a lot of people had that same uh, same thought process. I changed I changed from Hines to Cleary after Hamole went big, and we'll touch on him, and I just sort of needed to make up some ground. So I changed to Hines. I changed to Cleary as well. And at the time, I think he was on 8.6% captaincy, and he ended up finishing on 102 before kickoff. So plenty of other coaches also jumped off, but that paid dividends. Hines still scored respectively with a 61, but when Cleary pumps out a 100-plus, uh, it is nice to, to be on the end of that. Uh, mate, for me, the story was my bench this week. Uh, Butcher, 74. Sawali, 59. Mam, 79. Cooler, 75. Max King, 76. Karaz, 75. So... My bench performed exceptionally. And look, it's it's good for the long run because I'll have some good cash generation for the run home when I eventually nuff out. Um, I can turn two of those sheepies into a gun. But uh, it's, it's it's annoying considering like I had guys like Tupo, Munster, Hines, sort of not score well. Madison with a 45. Um, apart from that, though, like Joe Tarpany with a 95-point performance. He was a stud, a stud in my side. Uh, Adam Elliott continues to deliver. Uh, as you said, Nathan Cleary as well. We're just kind of solid all around. Garrick with 121 also helped as well. Uh, what about for your boys? Who who were the stars? Who were the, the, the not so good? Well, I started with a Cody Ramsey 32. <laughs> when will I learn? Uh, Atane Milne, I ended up getting 72, so that was okay. Uh, Joy Arrow, I'm so sick of 50 or below from Arrow. Uh, then we went Brandon Smith, the cheese, one of my worst trade-ins oh. this season, 29. Uh, Walker was a little bit unfortunate with the HIA and and bloody Satilli dropping that ball. He could have easily gone 80, 90 plus there, so I don't hate that move. And then we went into... Um, and Munster as well, sorry, and Crichton. So they both went, you know, pretty average. And then Sunday, everyone, Sunday just was lit. You know, I, I had Garrick at 120 odd, Hamoli, 114, I think it was. Uh, what we Then we had all the Panthers. I had Kikau, not quite get the two tries, I promised, but close. And obviously, Tago and May are always pretty solid. And then uh, Talakai, you know, with yeah. a nice 79. So. Sunday was a great day of footy for me. After the Bunnies play, and we'll touch on the Bunnies game shortly, but after Campbell Graham scored 95, I was ready to, to wring your neck out after you talked me off him, uh, talked me on to Ronaldo, but that one that one came out okay too. So we'll, we'll we'll touch on the games from this week. Game one was the Cowboys. We started off on Friday, which was uh, which was weird, only having sort of the one game then, which was strange, but the Cowboys 31-12, the Dragons, this one headlined by Scott Drinkwater, one of the guys that sort of has always got away from me. I never got on him because um, by the time that I was confident enough in his ability I, th- I thought his price had sort of left and 
He performed well for owners over the origin period, and he, he bounced back with a good round, ten, round, nine, round 14 performance, if I can talk, especially considering a lot of uh, the big stars. At this at this time of the week, we didn't know anything about the Penrith stars. We didn't know about the Roosters guys. We didn't know who was backing up. So to have Drinkwater there with a 90 uh, was very, very reliable. Uh, Jason Tamalolo also had a masterclass with, a, with an 89, uh, and uh, Lemuelo with an 82. A couple of other guys with some notable scores. Cohen Hess, Reese Robson doing it for owners as well with a 78. Uh, Peter Hicken who finally finds that round one to three form that we all got sucked into. Uh, and Valentine Holmes with the 65 as well. With the injury to Xavier Coates, looks like Murray Talungi might be getting a call up into the Queensland camp. He scored a 62 as well. Um, your bit of a pod shout, Moses Sully with an 82. He was by far the better center. Zach Lomax had an absolute shocker um, from, from an NRL standpoint. Still an okay super coach wise 43. But uh, there was some talk that maybe he might not be playing this week, Zach Lomax, after his poor performance. Really? Yeah, the, wow. the, the, the Telegraph are reporting that he could potentially be uh, be dropped for a week. Wow. Well, the Roosters need a good centre because they've got a piss ball one at the moment, so uh, they can they can you know offer him a hundred grand or something like that, get him on the books. Um, this game, yeah, you mentioned Drinkwater. That Drinkwater hurts me. He hurts me every single week because I could have got him and I decided to get Tane Milne that week as a big pod play, and he's absolutely you know just kicked me in the old fella repeatedly. Prior, like up until this week. So, yeah, he, he's going real good. Um, what about old Tal Malolo, mate? I think we had a bit of an argument last weekend when I said that he was a good uh, downgrade option from Ruben Cotter. Yeah, I mean, I, I want to see how he goes now with Cotter back in the side. Uh, I want to see how the minutes go yeah. and how the output happens. Um, I think it's the same with like Max King today. Like Max King had a had a very good score today um, with the with, with the HA to uh, Chris Patolo. So I'll be interested to see how Lolo and his form coincides with uh, Ruben Cotter back next week. But yeah, a, a good performance from him, definitely. Yeah, sixty five seventy average. I think Tamalolo will finish with. I'm. Um, I'm in a spot at the moment where I'm seriously considering just ignoring that second buy and going more, you know, there's still eight rounds. I think it is after that last buy. And I think it might be more important to have a better squad, Um, especially with, you know, Papalia is a little bit concerning for me at the moment. As you said, that move to lock, which, you know, just kind of coincides with what Parramatta does every year. Every year they get off to a flyer and, you know, come origin, they, they go on a slide. And I believe that's because they make silly decisions like this. He's the best edge back row in the comp. Yeah. Or at least one of, and you, you move him to less minutes to play in the middle. It just doesn't make any sense to me, but he's a little bit concerning because if he doesn't get the attacking junk, I feel like he's going to be kind of a 50 to 60 kind of point player, which might be on the lower side of what you're looking for come the back end of the year. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll touch on that because front row four is, is quite barren. Um, as for mm. the Dragons, however, Ben Hunt backed up after Origin with a 73. Not a whole lot else to talk about here. The Cowboys just getting better week on, week out. A week in, week out. Uh, the I have the right... No, I've got the right score here. The Titans, 16. The Rabbitohs, 30. Uh, Tino Fatasul Malay with a 121 off the bench. Uh, Greg Marzi with a 92. Um, I've said it every week. If Greg Marzi was like guaranteed a spot, in mm. in the Titans side, I'd definitely be owning him, but it's just like inconsistency with job security. Um, Bo Firma with a 73. No one else scored above 60. For the Bunnies, however, the left side dominated. Alex Johnson won t- 114. Uh, Campbell Graham scoring a 95 after you talked me off him. I was I was not happy at this stage. Um, Damien Cook with a 79. Looks like he 
didn't play 80 minutes, but still got an attacking score out of there, which which obviously helps his overall points. Uh, Tane Milne, your boy, delivering with a 72, and Keon Kulamatangi with a 69, and uh, yeah, no one else sort of above 60. Cody Walker got a 59, close. Uh, Cam Murray with a 37, so if owners owned him and played him after his origin performance, that would have stung. And as you touched on, Jai, Jai Arrow with a 48 has... He was great to start the year. Like, he was a 60, 61 kind of guy, and it's just sort of dropped off a little bit. Um, but Alex Johnson, Campbell Graham, Cody Walker, that left side is humming, um, just coming into the into the buy. So I think they're, they're guys you've got to target. I'm still avoiding the bunnies. I, I don't really rate the Titans as a football side this year. So, you know, beating them by 14 is is well and good, but I'm not sure that I want to own these guys, you know, post post that buy and their, their run home's really, really bad. But, yeah, Campbell Graham's definitely – he's a keeper centre, so if you do have him, by all means, well done. And I suppose he's an option going into the buy, but I just don't know how they're going to go post-buy. So I've got a little bit of an asterisk on all the South players, basically. I'm looking to oh, – I'd love to offload Arrow before the buy because the 40 points is really starting to hurt me week in, week out. You mentioned Marju. I, I really wanted Marju in the preseason. Didn't think he was going to get named and, you know, a bit of luck comes along, a couple of injuries and he basically wins the spot and then, you know, he goes to injured again. And he's just one of those blokes that, you know, if you could find the consistency, as you said, and well, not the consistency per se, but if you could just lock down that spot and we know that he's a locked in guy, it, it's like, you know, owning Brian Toto 2.0. Yeah. Yeah, no, 100, 100%. I, I fully get that. Um, Campbell Graham does have probably the best floor. Uh, not not guess. He does have the best floor. One off. He's got a 40, 45 floor in him. So definitely keep a, um, just that, that draw after round 19 gets gets pretty, pretty grim um, for that. But anyway, yeah, Titans, not, not a good footy side. Justin Holbrook seems to escape a lot of the criticism that other coaches do get. Um, so be interested to see the fallout of that. Uh, the Roosters, 18. The Storm, 26. Uh, enjoyed watching this game. Uh, Munster, uh, I wish... Yeah, I mean, everyone owns him, so I'm not, not too fussed there. But for the Roosters, Nat Butcher, uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see that my scores have him grayed out. I uh, didn't play him. And after seeing... Uh, I chose to play Adam Elliott over Nat Butcher, um, just based off Butcher's performance last week. And, yeah, after seeing him get 74, was kind of worried. Um, Joey Manu with a 65 and Takiaho with a 60. No one else scored above 60 points. Uh, but notable mentions to uh, Joseph Suwali with a 59, uh, Angus Crichton with a 55, and Teddy with a 50 as well. Teddy this year has been quite up and down. Um, I still see him as a as a fullback for the run home that I've got to have. But, yeah, I mean, he'll come out and score 140 next week, but... Yeah, his, his scores are probably not as consistent as what we are used to seeing from Teddy. Yeah, I'll tell you what, I, I was talking about it on Twitter. I was really tempted to get Tedesco this week despite playing the Storm. I ended up not going that route purely because they've got three tough games in a row. But after the Eagles' performance today, maybe next week's not as tough as we thought. Uh, but 50, 50 when he doesn't do much, and he really didn't do much in this game. Like he was, he was still there or thereabouts, but I, I do think he was probably a bit tired from origin and, yeah. you know, didn't have his, his usual impact. It's interesting to see Manu when he got 65. I thought he would have had a bit of a higher score given that he had a try assist in there. Um, I thought it was a good game of footy. Uh, I thought the Roosters kind of blew it, to be honest with you. That's two weeks in a row that they've done that. You know, I'm really... I went on a bit of a rant about Tupanura and Paul Momorowski online and they're just, they're doing my head in. I really hope Momorowski's not in that team next week. I Paul, really hope Adam Kieran gets the shot. Paul 80 average Momorowski, uh, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. 
don't listen to preseason brew. Do the opposite to what I do in the preseason. Oh goodness gracious! Jordan Lane, Dane Gagai for the for the storm. Marion Save with a one twenty seven. If you own Marion Save, then well done. Uh, Felice Cafusi with one hundred and six. Probably you should be looking at quite a bit of time on the sideline, but I don't know. It's it's yeah, it's just consistent with Cafusi, so it's happening. Uh, Grant Anderson, our new savior, our bottom dollar cheapy savior. Um, I am nothing next week. Um, and Is he though? Oh, I don't know. I'm nothing next week, and I'm probably just going to get him. I mean, like, it's going to be it's going to be weird because you're going to have Pat come back. Mean he's going to shift to a wing, and then where where does he shift out? Like, does he shift Anderson out, or does he shift Eremia out? And I don't know. Um, but yeah, I'll be buying Grant Anderson this week, and I don't have high expectations for him. But I'm just nothing out, so I can buy. Um, a big gun, but yeah, he was he was really good in his debut, a double eighty four, which is awesome. Nick Meany with a seventy eight as well. Uh, Jerome Hughes seventy three tops out, sort of the top score for him. So let's let's talk on on Grant Anderson because you you have mixed feelings. I'm also mixed as well. Like I, it's a battle between him and Aramia as to who holds the wing spot for the Storm. Uh, but he definitely did him. He definitely didn't hurt his claims moving forward. I thought he looked really good, to be honest with you. Uh, he he defended really well. Uh, obviously, he showed a little bit in attack, you know, ending up with two tries. I don't rate Iremaria too highly. I'd be very happy to see Anderson obviously get that spot. I just don't expect it to fall that way. But as you mentioned, if you do want enough option, I suppose there's a chance that he does end up playing playing that round 17 by. You know, he he's had a good performance, so his name will be there or thereabouts. So there's certainly worse things that you can do. And, you know, we're at a time where you got to try and utilize your cash as best as you can. And if you get a bottom dollar option that has the potential to play, and then I suppose you do it. We did it with Mam last week. And, and it won't be you know, a nightmare. That's, I think that's a big yeah. thing as well. Like he won't be a bench. Uh, full he strength. Won't, he, yeah, he, he won't, won't be. be. He'll disappear. Yeah. Speak, sp- speaking of Burbo, he he killed plenty of people. And we'll, we'll touch on him in due time. Um, but Harry this- Grant scored 51. I guess for owners, that's okay. I mean, he played 50 minutes, did jag at a try assist so that definitely bumped up his score hey what's what the hell's happened to josh king um aman talks nrl super coach gave, uh, gave me a great insight too if you go look at josh king's points um since tweak and make come back it very much coincides with him just dropping off completely so his stocks have just fallen away dramatically um and as you said cameron munster did not play a, a good super coach game i think he played an okay nrl game uh, ended up on 43 points doing sweet fa uh, game four of the round, the Broncos twenty four, the Raiders eighteen. Uh, I'm just gonna, I'm just going to say highlighted by Ezra Man. Um, he has just gone bang 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 three games, hundred a minus hundred one break even this week. Uh, he looked really good. Adam Reynolds looks like he's going to be out for maybe a week or two. Um, it's sort of confirmed that Tyson Gamble is now out for at least four weeks. So. Yeah, all systems go for Ezra Man. The only problem is that there is a gap between, I think it's round 16 and 17. I think there's a one-week gap. So, um, 15, 16. 15, 16. So, yeah, there, there is a gap between the the footy. So, that's going to not hurt mm. Man because it's just, just going to give Gamble a chance to recover. But, man, like in the in the pregame interview, Adam Reynolds basically said that I want to start playing with Ezra Man um, like a like a Cody Walker how they did last year, like have Reynolds run the show and Man sort of sync up. And what was really, really enticing was the fact that Man was sort of being used as a bit of a fullback in attack as well. And so that it wasn't a split side. Um, similar to how Jerome Luai and Cleary link up. Like they both sort of 
come across. And, and yeah, it was giving man plenty of touches on the ball. He scored a 79. Uh, Flegler with an 83. Carrigan, oh, what a man, just backs up after Origin, backs up after a 65-minute performance and just does the business again. Uh, 82 points for him. Uh, TC Rabati with a 73. Billy Walters with a 67. Uh, Branko Lee, um, shout out to Supercoach Guns on Twitter. Um, if Herbie Farmworth is out for the season, which is confirmed, Branko Lee could be a shout. Um Plays around 17, good floor. Um, so he's he's one. And obviously, yeah, Herbie Farmworth, 65, he is out. Jordan Ricky with a 60 as well. And I guess the big talking point as well, Payne Haas, 31 points, done his shoulder again. Uh, if I would be correct, I think it is the se- his other shoulder as well. So we'll touch on both those. But give me your thoughts on big Ezra, man. Uh, Ezra's won the spot, in my opinion. I know that's maybe not too spicy, but for me... Pakes drops out of this side and Gamble goes into the 14. I don't think Gamble by any means should drop out of the side. He, he's had a great season to date. I, I think just he, think that I eventually think he, I you think need to offer something that's not on the, on the, like that stats don't give as well. Like he just offers that presence of just being an absolute piece of shit and, and, the team, mongrel, and, yeah. and teams don't like that. And that's something that scorecards don't um, comprehend. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds at Mint Mobile. We like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I just feel like there's there's going to be more fluidity, you know, with the, the man Reynolds piece. So I kind of feel like he is going to hold that spot. It is why I, I was going to jump on man anyway. And then obviously the gamble news came out and he was out and we were like, okay, cool. This is free money and man's, you know, in good form. I played him personally by choice. I, I had a feeling that he would go well against Canberra. Um, it was a cracking game. I thought I really really enjoyed watching this game and it's the best Broncos performance I reckon I've probably seen since the season that they made the grand final, you know, they've fallen in and out of games consistently. And normally if, if they had lost their entire bench, then, you know, someone would have beat them 59 nil. Yeah. I think they had, they had Reynolds go, they had Farmworth go, they had Haas go. Um, So they were left with one man on the bench and like, yeah, they just, they just put, put the, put the grit, the teeth in it and played really, really well. Mm. And if that had gone to golden point, they had no bench because Mam obviously went off right at the yeah, death. Yeah, with the HIA. HIA yeah. as well. A few quick pointers. I just want to say, Carrigan, what a man. Yeah, far out. Oh, I, I love that guy. I wish I, I wish I did own him. Um, you know, it wasn't really there at the start of the season. The minutes seemed to fluctuate a little bit between him and Haas. And, you know, he's just great performance in origin, followed up by another great performance, you know, which through injury he had to play extended minutes and he, he certainly didn't let him down and, I don't. Not really going to go on about Tarpany because we've we've done no, that. For no, the we last will. Few we weeks, will but... because he scored ninety five, basically all in base. I think he had one. I think he had one try, like one line break assist. I posted his stats on Twitter. It was he was incredible uh, in the time that he had. I think he had something like six offloads, twenty five tackles, nineteen runs, two hundred and fifty meters. I think he had like eighty post contact meters. Like he was just an animal. And um, yeah, I bought him thinking that Josh Papali he would be rested over sort of this period. And um, yeah, Tarpany has just stepped up. He's averaged seventy one point two five in his last four games. Like 
that was pre-update, so it's going to be higher now. I think it's closer to 77 points a game in his last month of footy. Um, he is fantastic. The problem is Payne has a shoulder, and it looks like that sort of bit of a pod player bought him at 10% ownership. Um, that's definitely going to be skyrocketing now after the last sort of three weeks and, and Haas being out, so not ideal. Um, Corey Horsburgh with a 97, and our boy Adam Elliott with a 92. I think he had 99 last week, 92 this week. Uh, scored, he's scoring tries for fun. Yeah, what a, what a man. Um, yeah, that that was that was a t- that was a tough trade in for me when I did it. It obviously came with plenty of risk, but uh, looks like his cash end is going to go up, and we will move him on in probably a couple of weeks for some good coin. This one was just a, a game in the middle, though. Like your top four scorers for the Raiders: Horsburgh, Tarpany, Elliott, Young. Um, they all scored seventy five plus. Fogarty with a seventy. Uh, Xavier Savage with a sixty six as well. So. Um, yeah, big big battle. This was a really good game. I, I can't speak highly enough of this game just in general. Um, anything else here to talk about? Not much, I would say. Your boy, Corey, had a wear in Naira. Um, looks like he's come back from the dead, back in Ricky Stewart's plans. Uh, who knows about him, but I'll, I'll just say a couple of things. Horsburgh's in career best form. It, it's been good watching him play lately. You know, he's been a really up and down for his career, so much potential, but not hasn't really shown much on the field. It's good to see him going well. And Adam Elliott, well, I think Adam Elliott, has realised that he's going to the Newcastle Knights and he just needs to get some tries whilst he can and he's he's you know he's done it the last two weeks. The thing the thing about running a podcast, running a page or whatever, or being a presence on the internet or whatever, I don't really care about how my team goes. But when Elliot crashed over for a try, my phone lit up with people like thanking me because no, like people weren't looking at Elliot. People were like, "Oh, thanks for talking me into him." Like that's the things that like I love. Like you'd love to see sort of stuff like that because it just shows you the I guess the impact that you have, and um, that that was nice to see. Um, Rabbitohs. Oh, I've got the wrong score up here. Uh, I have the Rabbitohs Tigers game. That is definitely not the game. Um, it's the Tigers and Manly. Uh, the Tigers suck. Uh, Manly also suck, but just a little bit less. Um, Joe Offerhangawi top scored. I think it says a whole lot about the club in general. Uh, the less I'm tempted it, by him, to be honest. Yeah, he's he's been playing well. Uh, and front row forward, and, and like the front row forward slot sucks. Yeah, that's so. the problem. Like I really want to move Arrow on, or either get a third front row forward and. You know, with Tarpany obviously not playing the next buy and, and Joe O's form, there's not many options. And, yeah, I'm a little bit tempted. I hate to say that. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't hate it. He's, he's been playing really good footy. Um, Luke Garner, 71. Alex Twile, 69. Ken Mamalo, 65. A bunch of mediocrity. Uh, Can we just um, skip to the man getting his first try? Uh, the man who's the man? Oh, Talatel Cooler, yeah, yeah, seventy-five points. Yes. How good! What a what a man! Um, I th- what a man! I think it's a think- great first try too. He deserves it. You oh, know, Supercoach aside, let's forget us about Supercoach for just a minute. That guy puts in every single week, defends so well, and nobody deserves a first try like that more than more than Mister Cooler. Uh, or Blake Laurie last week. Yeah, but more so cooler. <laughs> uh, all right, the, the chat is blowing up for one man and one man only, and it is Hanwell Olakowatu now um, in a boost for his, I guess, stocks. He's turned down New South Wales, and he'll represent Tonga, um, so that doesn't take him out of any future games. So Hanwell Olakowatu, 112, uh, just an absolute machine, and yeah, he's a guy that I want for the run home. Um, I just don't know where I can get him, unfortunately. He is an absolute machine. Yeah, it's one of the few things I'll have over you, mate, is is owning that beautiful man there. And isn't it not have you noticed since Turbo's gone down how the entire right side is full lit? They get uh, more touches, they get the more same, ball. It's that was the same wonderful. Yeah, just when he wasn't playing like that. They like and DCE wasn't playing this week as well. So interesting that like Foreign Foreign went over to the right and mm. sort of he was the controller and Schuster was sort of the 
the ball runner. Um, and yeah, they just got plenty of touches and, and the right was definitely humming. And you could see that by Kula having a good score, Olakowatu having a good score. Um, Absolutely. Even Saab looked, looked no, sorry, not, uh, not Saab. Tupelotu. Tupelotu. He just looks good just in general. So yeah, it is interesting to see that the Turbo fact, because Turbo is so good at swinging right to left that it just, it opened up Garrick and and the likes last year. So I understand that. Speaking of Garrick, 121 from him as well. Yeah, just solid, 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 goodbye. Yep, two hundred and say ten, two hundred and fifteen points in two weeks as an owner. I'll uh, I'll take that. 100%. Thanks, Rubes. Uh, former West Tigers uh, general manager, lawnmower uh, maintenance extraordinaire Josh Alloyer with a hundred and twenty-one performance as well. Good for him. Um, Jake Travojevic with a seventy-six. Uh, is this two thousand and fifteen? And yeah, Kula, as you said, seventy-five points from him. Um, sort of scrolling in the list, there's not nothing to. Not much else, yeah. Apart from Ben Travojevic getting six points, uh, plenty of people were hoping he'd get a bit of a cash gen. Don't think it's happening. Yeah. Didn't he just give people the middle finger in the end? You know, he, he, he's he got such a low BE and then, you know, he disappears for for like the for the buy round, sorry, and then he comes back and dishes up a six when some people were trying to loop. Oh, ruined it. Absolutely ruined it. Uh, game six this week, the Knights six, Panthers 42. Uh, yeah, after Olakowatu went huge, I was like, oh, shit. Like, Hines is capped by, like, 38% of teams. This is really going to make or break my week. So, let's run with Cleary, and we'll just and we'll risk it. And, yeah, it paid off. 106 points for Cleary. Um, there was a, a few touch-and-go line breaks assists that people were hoping you get. Didn't get them. It's sort of been a little bit standard this year, which is good. But 106 points from Cleary did bounce back uh, in big fashion and just put the Knights to the absolute sword here. Um, the big difference between Cleary and Hines is just, like, the goal-kicking. Like, Cleary is just a safe. 20, 25 points a game in goal kicking, whereas Hines uh, ended up losing points. So that was the big thing. I think both of them played a very similar Supercoach game, but it just come down to that goal kicking. Um, Brian Toto with 116. He is looking primed to be in uh, sides for the run home. Hopefully his price doesn't skyrocket too much. Um, Stephen Crichton with 100 points as well. Viliama Kikau with an 88-point performance. We, we say it every week. He is rocks or diamonds, but this year is just looking much more improved, and he's backing his and himself just way more, getting way more involved. And um, you saw that with that play, like when um, he scored, he just came around and he just backed himself and, and went over the top of the Knights guys and, and scored a great try. Luai with a seventy-five, uh, Dylan Edwards with a seventy-four, and Isaac Tago with a sixty-nine point performance as well. But this one was headlined by Cleary, despite not being the highest score. Uh, big swing captaincy, and um, you made that changed late on the, late before the game as well? Yeah. I pissed a couple of people off in head-to-heads too because, it, it, you know, it literally gave me the win on them and they were like, you bastard. Yeah. You switched that at the very last minute. And I did. I think I switched it about two, three minutes before kickoff. I was I was tempted and then I was like, nah, you know what? The weather looks good. It's an afternoon game. And I just had memories of when he scored his 150s, I swear at least one of them was, a, was an afternoon game and I was like, I'm going to do it. I need the points this week. And, you know, I think I ended up in pretty good areas with my score, especially with the Eels not scoring many points. And I think Cleary was a little bit hard done by. I really thought there was a an LBA early in the game that he didn't get, that he should have got. The wraparound, which um, I think Edwards got um, for the... Yeah, try. There, there, there was one try that I think some the, the center or the fullback got it and... Cleary created it. He created all the space and it was just a catch and pass. And I felt like, you know, Cleary probably should have got that because he did create it, but by the rules this year, he doesn't get it. So he's a little bit unlucky. Uh, to Hines, I, I think if my mass is correct, I think Hines lost 
base it was a 52 point swing for Hines, which pretty much puts him on exactly the same score if he could actually kick goals. Yeah, so someone, it's massive when your de- goal kick has a day like that, especially someone, as captain. So, someone in the chat said, do you think Hines has been found out? Absolutely not. I think Hines and Cleary played a very similar Supercoach game. Um, it was just it just come down to the goal kicking. So I, I'm not mm. I'm not too stressed on, on Hines at all. If, if Hines gets 60 points in a poor performance with, I think, eight or nine missed goals, that's pretty darn good in my opinion. Uh, um, as for the Knights, not a whole lot to talk about. Clemmer, yeah. I'm looking at, but Clemmer would be a guy that I buy um, probably just before the round ends. Not, um, not like now. Like I'm not, I'm not fussed for him. Uh, Randall, cool. Fitzgibbon, cool. No one else really appeared to note. Uh, Mitch Barnett. No. Some people are asking if he's an option. I'd probably just pay the money and get Clemmer, to be honest, uh, if I'm looking at anyone from the Knights' side. Yeah, save uh, a trade. The Warriors, 16, the Sharks, 38. We sort of touched on Hines an- enough. Uh, he scored a 61. Yeah. He scored a 61. Uh, Cameron McInnes got updated to a 63. Lovely to see. Will Kendi with a 72. Uh, Siva Talakai, 72. Sienna Katoa, 93. Matt Moylan with 101. And Ronaldo Molotalo, uh, probably... But he was one of the most popular trading targets this week. He definitely delivered with 106 and a really dubious try. I think his knee may have been in or out by an absolute bee's dick, but as an owner, I was very, very happy that that, uh, that try was awarded. Even after I spruiked, you know, buying him last week and shouted from the rooftops that I was getting him, especially after he kindly spoke so nicely about Daniel Tupu, I didn't end up getting him. So I certainly was hoping that his leg, you know, did touch a <laughs> blade of grass or whatever there. I, I got to tell you, but I'm tempted to buy both Katoa and, and Mulatalo, both of them this week and own both the wingers because they're scoring at equal rates. The Sharks have two very easy games for the next two weeks. Although the, you know, the dog showed a little bit today. I suppose we still do class the team coming last as an easy game. And then they finish the season so strong and there's every chance that, you know, one week Mulatalo gets a ton and the next week Katoa could get a ton. So I'm honestly considering it just going double down and, and take both wingers. Uh, shout out to Scott Thompson in the chat. He's just put here, if you have a, a, if you have a captain that's a goal kicker and they miss, it's a 12-point swing. So that just goes to show you the difference between Cleary and Hines this week. So, yeah, I wouldn't be stressing too much. Um, apart from that, not a whole lot to talk about from the Sharks. All their sort of guys went well. Um all the ones that we were looking at went well. For the Warriors, uh, Wade Egan, 81. Reese Walsh, 69. Billy Steeran, 68. And Dallin Lutheny's Lesniak with one of the tries of the ages uh, with a 67-point mm. performance as well. The Warriors, uh, yeah, no. It's just not happening for them this year, unfortunately. Stacey Jones yeah. has inherited a very, very bad side, and I'd feel bad for him. Yeah, so do I. Uh, I think Curran, Curran needs to be the 13. In that side, in my yeah, opinion, needs to play big minutes. He's the back. best player in their side. Johnson's, they, they, they need to send a message to Johnson and send him to Reggie's, to be quite honest with you, because he is not up to NRL standard at the moment. And I hate saying that because I love Sean Johnson. I There's don't... not much to talk about. I thought Reese Walsh had an absolute ass stinker. It, like, it was, I couldn't even get the words out then. Like, it was a shit performance, to be quite honest with you. To yeah. cut it real. Some of his passes were ridiculous. I think I think he was trying to make a lot happen, and, and I don't blame him because SJ, yeah, SJ just this this fairy tale narrative has not been good, and SJ has been living off the back of a to one one or two year performance for the past five years. In all honesty, like he hasn't been good for, sorry, he hasn't been consistently good for I would say five years. So this this yeah, yeah SJ this SJ come home party has not been um, fantastic, but um, yeah, uh, let's shout let's, out to um to Matt Moylan, but oh, just yeah, before we, we move on, like. He, he, this is the best form I've seen for him in 
since his Panthers days, basically, definitely for the for the Sharks. Like this guy couldn't string three games in a season. You know, we always used to joke that he gets you know five hundred grand per game because he only plays a couple of games a year. Like, yeah, he's, I think he's I staying think on the was, field, he looks good. I think there was genuine threat to his job with Braden Trindle this preseason, and then Prindle, uh, Trindle had that stinker in the Prindle. in the trial. Uh, and then Moylan's just taking it with, with two hands and run. I think he compliments Hines really, really well. So, um, yeah, good to see. Moving to the last game before we finish up today, the Bulldogs 34, Parramatta 4. Uh, an absolute ambush. Dogs of war. Let's trot. Uh, doggies, bro. Like, uh, whatever the whatever everyone's saying, like, the doggies were on. They looked good. And our boy, our pod play that we never jumped on, Matt Burton, doing it once again. Yeah, my screen hasn't flicked over yet. So, I can't actually see what he scored. 91. Um, 91. Wow. Maybe I should have got him last week. Two 90s in a row. He paired up, um, he paired up with his boy, Josh Adokar, with an 89-point performance as well. So, uh, 180 points. 100, with a hat-trick. 180 points performance between the, the two of those, and they're looking at leaking out really well. Their combination's great. You know, Burton has that ball on a piece of string oh, sometimes. That, that, that chip it. across he does, that's the best. I think that combo is the best I've seen since Kronk used to do those little chip kicks and put it right, you know, right on their chest over to Suliasi Vunavalu. Um, he's just wonderful. And those bombs, I've never said – there was one bomb today that dead set came down with ice on it and it went that high. It, you couldn't see it on the screen. Like it was above the stadium and then it came down. And I think it was only just caught to Gutherson's credit. Um, but they were – the eels today were absolutely terrible, yep. and that that Moses moment was a walking oh. meme at the end, where he just you want to talk about let's trot like he, just, beginners, he just did a little trot over that try line, wanted to gently put that ball down, and Matt Burton said Hadouken, no thank you, and then they go down the other end and score definitely my favourite try of the weekend, and the definitely the best Bulldogs try I've seen in in some time. It, it was just, it was a feel good. I think anyone that's not an Eels fan really enjoyed watching that game. Cause it's been a very long time since we saw the dogs put in a good performance. And that was a really good performance by them. hundred percent, hundred percent. Max King, 76 boy. He wow. is, he is good. Jesus. Uh, Karaz can piss off for all I care. I've played. Him I the sold last, him. I've, 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 I've played him for the last two weeks. Got nothing. The weeks I don't play, he, he goes huge. So good on him. Um, no one else really scored well for the dogs. However, they, they just played, played really well across the park. Um, our boy, Jeremy Marshall King played a very good game as well. Um, it's, it pains me to say. Marshall King's become one He's of the most respected good. guys at that club. Oh no, I'll put my hand up. I'm wrong. I, I, I said he was a total noob like, and that he wasn't, uh, number nine, like I said, he wasn't top five hookers in the club, yet alone in the comp. But honestly, at the moment, he probably is one of the top five hookers in the comp. He's very, he's very good. And one, there was one question I got bombarded with this week, you know, in the DMs, and that was, should I sell Kula or should I sell Karaz? And I've got to tell you, I told everyone to sell Karaz. I mean, they both scored the same. Because so he was due. I said, kept saying to people, Kula's going to score this week. He's due. And I got on my high horse when he did score and I was very happy and I did shoot some messages off going, I fucking told you. And then Karaz goes out and gets 75, which for now is one less than cooler. So I was right, people. We've got about three minutes to go before our Zoom meeting cuts out. and There's no point in firing <laughs> another one back up. So let's let's run through Parramatta. Um, IPAP 61, had a line break assist in there. I don't know why Brad Arthur just tries to... Tries to do some weird shit. Just, just play him at the edge. I mean, Nia Cora did not offer anything I felt today. So just put iPad back at the edge. Um, and he's leaving the club too. Like, just run him into the ground. Why put Nia Cora there? He's going to the Warriors. Like, just leave your best 
option yeah, yeah, on the it's, edge. It's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's not like Nikor is staying and IPAP's leaving. Like they're both going, so just play the better one there. So I, I agree with that. Um, Maddo, are we should we be concerned with Maddo? Uh, his minutes were down, or are we just saying this was um, this was the? Paramount- was a, I don't think the Eels will play that bad again this season, and the Eels won't play. You know. He won't be playing after Origin too many more times this season. I'd say he's normally, you know, 70, 80 in, in base plus power. Just back that he'll go back to that. Yeah, I'm not too far. I think it was a case of them just getting trounced through the middle and also coming mm-hmm. off the back of Origin and Brad Arthur just trying to throw some shit at the wall and hoping it sticks. Uh, Dylan yep. Brown, I felt, did not play good today at all. His kicking game was rubbish. Um, his ankle is obviously still affecting him. His running game was nowhere near as, as good as what it was. Um, and my thoughts on buying Reed Marnie as a round 17 option. Kind of dwindling away. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd probably buy. Um, I was about to say Marshall King, but he actually already played the buy. Cancel that. He did. Uh, all right, that is going to wrap up for, I guess, our round um, 13. No, no, round 14 wrap up. Um, I will, I'll probably hang back and answer a few questions for five or 10 minutes on the YouTube. Brew has a wife and kids to go attend to and a Zoom meeting that's running out. Uh, but apart from that, man, a pretty good week. Uh, I scored 1,300 plus. He scored just under 1,300. So pretty good week for both of us. And I think, I mean, hopefully I see some red arrows, some green arrows. Some some of the boys um, in front of me, Tim Moody, Tim Williams, the physio, they all scored higher than I did. So I'm not too sure where I sit, but I definitely see you having some big, big jumps in your ranks. Yeah, I should see some green arrows. I've got 315k in the bank and, you know, I'm more than happy to sell an arrow or a Talakai or whomever I need to this week to add two very big guns. So hopefully it's it's onward and upward from here, but it is nice to, to get back into good areas. Yeah, I've got absolutely plethora of depth in my squad. So now it's time for me to start maybe selling two two for one, two, two, two middies for one gun moving forward. Uh, but I've been uh, Supercoach Whisperer, coach of the Ramsey Resurgence, joined as always by Brew SC22, coach of the Brew World Order. You'll be listening to the Dual Position Podcast. We'll be back, shit, tomorrow. We'll be back tomorrow. Uh, teamless drop then. So for now, enjoy. Ciao for now, guys. Thank you. Bye.